Check, 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 check. up for this shit. I ate a lot of Chinese food and then fell asleep. Toss for a sash, toss for a sash. We're reviewing all you one-star reviewers. A toss for a sash, toss for a sash. Hop aboard all you one-star land cruisers. A Kip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? Good luck finding the bodies, Detective Delvecchio. A toss for a sash, toss for a sash. The one-star podcast without Scott and Jeff is not the best. Toss for a sash, toss for a sash. It's time for the show to begin. The reviews are in. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. How'd the new theme song? That was a Die Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. From the One Star Podcasting Network, it's Tosplissage. With over one million episodes and a perfect one star rating. Welcome to Tosplissage, everybody. We're going to blow your fucking ass off. This is Bulgaria's favorite comedy business, true crime podcast, the place where everyone's a critic, opinions, and assholes, Doug. Everybody's got them. Not many of them are well manicured. <laughs> uh, yeah, this hey, Doug. This is Tosposage. That's what the kids call uh, it, right? Yeah, Tosposage, the one-star podcast uh, without Scott and Jeff. I am your co-host, Doug, slash guest. Yep, and uh, my name's Kip and Scott and Jeff. Uh, are out today i believe they called in sick or something yeah huh. how many days is that now we should start docking them for all these sick days i know they really just did not want to return to work yeah. kip and i uh head into yeah the scott and jeff network podcasting uh office building in los angeles yep. every yep. every morning those guys never show up you know that building where it's a very nice building it was in it was in a couple movies it was a uh, nakatomi plaza in the Die Hard right. movie. Yeah, cool. and uh, every time we podcast, there's another explosion. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know what Scott and Jeff have. It must be something serious. Maybe they got long COVID. You ever think about that? Detective Del Vecchio, long COVID. Doug, have you been listening to Del Vecchio's podcast? No, I, I yeah. was unaware he yeah. has a podcast. His his podcast, he's, you know, he's doing this one about the Scott and Jeff disappearance. The detective files or something he calls it. Huh. I don't know. It, take it or leave it. I don't really want to hear it, you know, because like when you go to see a movie, but you already know what happens. Yeah, I know exactly what happens right up to a certain point. And then <laughs> I have no idea. I, well, for me, everything goes black. Oh, huh. You yeah. didn't tell me that before. Yeah, everything kind of goes black for me. I remember things up until a point, and then there's just kind of a space that's missing. Huh. Have you... Uh tried hypnosis no not yet oh maybe i should we let's have a hypnotist on the next episode yeah we'll do a hypnosis episode okay cool sweet that's a great idea uh but you uh what what are your other favorite podcasts right now well you know people tell you about podcasts and um they've started a podcast or whatever so you go and listen hoping just dreaming that it'll be listenable yeah you know and then you hear it, and it's like uh, nails on a chalkboard uh, with like a dentist drill. <laughs> we really, we really should start that podcast. And nails on a chalkboard <laughs> with a, a dentist drill. I mean, I wish people could have just taken our advice on podcasting. Listen to our podcast and do exactly that. <laughs> And then maybe, maybe your podcast 
wouldn't, you know, make me want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> it's a great one to jump off a bridge to. That's it a is. positive spin. Yeah. Be positive, Doug. And then it's Smash a... cut to the police picking up their phone and saying they were listening to Tosquisette. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, Doug, we've got a, a great show for you today. You know, the NFL is back. Oh, yeah. The National Football League. Yep. Yep. So that's coming up. That's a, that's going to be our first theme today. And then, of course, a little bit later, we're going to be hitting up the break. Oh, yeah. You won't want to miss that that's one. A, that that's was it. a good note that mm-hmm. you addressed right there mm-hmm. to talk about the break up front. Yep. Yep. Because, yeah, they, the, the One Star Podcasting Network, our new bosses, they're like, you got to do a deep tease so they'll stick around. Mm-hmm. You know, so then I looked and to see which was our most popular segment. And it's always been the break. That's where the numbers really spike. All right. Well, Doug, you're up first. You're our guest. What you got, Doug? I have some reviews of Lincoln Financial Field. (laughs) Okay, great. Lincoln Financial Field is where the Philadelphia Eagles play. Okay. Okay. The world champions. So I went on to Google reviews and uh, took a look at what people think of this uh, stadium where people throw batteries at Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) um jonathan morris gives it one star and says staff are slow food staff and especially medical staff a boy passed out in line for food and it took almost 10 minutes for him to get any care also it's true what they say about philly fans because like this guy passed out and nobody would help him including me (laughs) 10 minutes Yours included. Sure, you were. It seems like you're in a perfect position to lend a hand. Just typing on his phone, typing up a live review as the guy's convulsing on the ground. That stadium is, or is that the old stadium, the one that had the jail in it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, stadium that's the jail in the basement. That makes a lot fans during the game. They feel like they've been away from jail too long, so they can go check into the jail down there. If you're if you're wondering what happens when you get a bunch of members of the human race together, like a stadium is a perfect <laughs> example of, of uh. what can happen. <laughs> and <clears throat> Heather Rawson gives it one star and says, first of all, the fact that we are allowed to bring water into the Philly stadium, but not the Eagle stadium is ridiculous, especially when it's hot and you are charging nine fifty per bottle. Oh, there's your reason. Do these fans want to live through this game? Let's gouge them. Yeah. uh, There's one water fountain in the whole second level. There's one water fountain. There was vomit on it. There was also vomit on the seats in front of us (laughs) that stayed there for about an hour. The smell was rancid when coming in, and I had a small purse that exceeded what was allowed, but my medicine was in it, and they told me I couldn't bring it in. (laughs) <laughs> and the woman was very ugly what yeah kip that's what makes it the worst the woman <laughs> fucking face terrible uh it is a horror show like going to one of these things where alcohol is like allowed to be sold and people are just getting there at like five in the morning and drinking oh, yeah drinking in the parking lot yeah Get inside and drink as much as you possibly can while you're in there. And these aren't people that regularly drink at five in the morning. It doesn't go so well. <laughs> right. When you were reading that review, it almost sounded as if this person writing the review was doing the puking 
and then like not quite remembering it being so yeah. evident be like oh i was about to get a drink somebody puked in this fountain and then oh somebody puked in the chair in front of us <laughs> oh man and somebody puked in my car when i got back to it somebody puked in my tiny purse <laughs> i'm not allowed to bring puke in <laughs> what are you talking about it's in a clear bag <laughs> I, I bring it in to sprinkle it on the places that I want to sit. <laughs> so no one else sits there. It's a great idea, actually. A big hospital puke sprinkling kit. <laughs> Order now. <laughs> yeah. Need, need Take it into games in this clear bag. Doesn't it work some movie theaters too? Sprinkle, sprinkle your puke. <laughs> 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 yeah sprinkle it in your favorite bathroom stall at work so nobody else uses it Big and guy. it's real puke <laughs> trying to picture the package is it like a giant salt shaker horse puke out oh yeah maybe it's just an a and b process where you sprinkle some stuff and then just add water oh yeah and it turns yeah. into puke it's dried puke when we send it to you <laughs> We've got people puking around the clock. Yeah, make... Puking into a Ronco food dehydrator. <laughs> Straight in there. Into a jerky machine. All right, Doug. Okay, this uh, is sort of a, a two-parter. Andrew Haas gives it one star and says, attended the NCAA championship on a day with open seating and looked for a spot in the shade only to be escorted out of the area where we sat. After moving to an area we were told we were allowed, the manager harassed me for our tickets and said we were in the wrong section. Hmm. Really aggressive for no reason. Mind you, all of the sections are open and connected. There are no doors between these sections, but there seems to be a glass door for Polynesians. Oh, oh no. No, that's bad. That is bad. Yeah. Does he recommend uh, that non-Polynesians go there? Because they could sit uh, wherever they want. Yeah. But if you're not Polynesian, go. You gotta go. Yeah, you, you could sit stay right up front. on the field. Yeah. yeah, brotherly love, my ass. Would not oh. recommend attending events here unless you want to be harassed by people with the tiniest amount of power. Well, I actually do like being harassed by people with the tiniest amounts of power. So maybe this is the place for me. Sounds great. <laughs> I have one from Jason. Okay. Gives it one star. And this this brought up something I never even thought of. And I believe he was there this timed out to the Taylor Swift concert at okay. the stadium. Okay. Fellas, if you go to a concert or event with a large female audience, you need to know that women go into the men's room without any interference from security who don't care or turn a blind eye. Really? This wouldn't be such a problem, but there are no dividers at the urinals. So you're just out there. I realize for many of you, this might not be a problem, but I personally hated it. <laughs> yeah. That is a strange situation. Right. Ah, so they just open up all the bathrooms or there's just like, there's not a person that works at the stadium that's job it is to keep people out of restrooms, probably. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, hey. <laughs> stop. Stop. Where are you going? No, hey. <laughs> That'd be a tough job. Here's, here's another uh, one for Lincoln Financial Field by Daryl West. 
who gives it one star and says, I'll change my rating based on how you respond to my question. Hmm. Okay. A little threat right up top. Do you mix your love for God and your dreams and goals with the Sun Devils program? <laughs> Pose the same question to everyone I meet. Do you mix your love for God and your dreams and goals with the Sun Devils program? I do. I do mix my love for God and my who dreams. Is the, who is the Sun Devil, I wonder, anyway? Is that a different kind of devil than the devil people are usually talking about? Or same guy? I don't know. And well, who's the blue devil? Yeah, right. It's <laughs> a great question. I'm only going to do a couple more. I'm not going to do Nissan Stadium. Those nope. are mainly about Ed Sheeran concerts. What bathroom do you think it's overrun at an Ed Sheeran concert? <laughs> Just a no genitals bathroom? <laughs> Come on, Doug. <laughs> You're going to let me speak your cancellation, right? Yeah. <laughs> Martin. Okay. Martin Stadium. This is Kip and I's home stadium in Pullman, Woo! Washington. Pullman. And it it was difficult to find uh, bad reviews of this place. But here's a two-star review from Michael Morrow, who said, uh, no relation to Edward R. Murrow. Okay. Michael said, Fan was vaping in our three months old face. Come on. Went to security to get it fixed. Nothing was done, but they were asked to sit down. The person vaping shortly after threatened to fight the woman with the three month old baby. What? Nothing. So the fan was vaping in our three month old's face. Okay. And then later on, the person vaping shortly after threatened to fight the woman with the three month old baby. So. So it's this guy, the guy writing the review, it's his wife that the vaping guy was trying to fight. <laughs> the only thing that makes sense. And, uh, you know, you could have done something, pal. <laughs> go home and write this two-star review. As the guy continues to vape in your baby's face. <laughs> or what about this? What about this? What if he is the vaping guy and he was the one blowing smoke in his baby's face and he got in a fight with his wife about it. <laughs> now read it one more time. Totally distancing himself from his wife. <laughs> Anne was vaping in our three-month-old's face. Okay. Yeah, that man being me. <laughs> Went to security to get it fixed. Nothing was done. The person vaping shortly after me threatened to fight the woman with the three-month-old baby. <laughs> Nothing referring as security at all. He's referring to his <laughs> wife as the th the the lady, the lady with the three month old. <laughs> Jack Landis gives it five stars and says, "Great stadium. Went to three games this past year. All losses. I'm now a Cougar fan and have considered legally changing my name to Martin Stadium." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's what I that's what I got. Kip. What you got? Oh, man. Oh, man. What do I got? I was going to talk to you about uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's on the Jets now. Yeah, he's one of, he was one of my favorite players to watch for years and years. A real magician back there. Yep. And now we may never see him play again. Yeah, he tore his Achilles four snaps into the game. Well, five if you count his Achilles snapping, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Out for the season. Yeah, quite a few bad reviews uh, from the Jets fans on that trade. As you could imagine, there was this uh, there was this bar in in Green Bay. 
the team used to play for. There's this bar in Green Bay. They had this promotion that they would pay your bar tab anytime the Jets lose. Yeah. So you got a bunch of Packers fans kind of watching the Jets game, rooting for them to lose. At the very start of the game, I think people were like, not sure what to do. But then right when Aaron Rodgers got hurt and got carted off, guess what the people did at the bar? Ordered a lot of drinks. Oh, yeah. A lot and a lot of drinks. <laughs> so they're just, everybody's just jacking up their bar tabs. And guess who won? The Jets. Oh, yeah. And they were pissed. These people were pissed. Oh, man. If only those people knew how much money they can make by sending us their puke. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to send the team over there. Yeah, we got to send the team to go pick up all the puke. <laughs> and our interns. Uh, if you see puke anywhere, uh, <laughs> just get on our app and let us know exactly where the puke is. Drop our it in any will... of our puke boxes around the city. Yeah, and our people will be there to scoop it up. <laughs> the puke boxes. <laughs> um, okay, so this is, this is I, I live in Pasadena to kind of um, around the Rose Bowl. Past the Dina. Yep, right past the Dina. And uh, so they have, sometimes they have um, a lot of sports here, but they also do a lot of concerts mm -hmm. at this place. But uh, every once in a while, you can actually hear the music from the concert, which is pretty cool. You know, it kind of like it goes up and kind of bounces around the hills and you can kind of hear it. But uh, I was reading the reviews the other day and this one woman that lives like kind of up on the hill above the Rose Bowl. Yeah, was in a very nice house. Yeah, she was complaining about the noise uh -huh. during the con during this Carol G concert. Oh, I'm sorry. Was the Rose Bowl there when you uh, bought the house? Yeah. Or did they put that in recently? I know. So you know what she does? What? She called the Rose Bowl. Oh, there's a hello Rose Bowl. Uh, yes, who am I turn... speaking to? Is this the Rose Bowl? <laughs> can, I, can you turn the music down? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, just... the same person who answers the phone <laughs> is the one sitting by the knobs. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sorry about that, Genie. <laughs> uh, and then oh. every, all the other reviews were like, how awesome it was that you could hear the music. Not awesome uh, for this lady who hates other people having a good time. So I marched down there and I knocked on the front door of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the, and, the, and so when somebody came out, I saw there were so many people inside that they were having a party or something. I just wanted to borrow some sugar. There's a big round house and their music is so loud and they're always having parties. <laughs> and are they going to put a roof on this thing? <laughs> And then um, here's, I was also going to read a couple of reviews for the NFL Sunday ticket. Have you ever had the NFL Sunday ticket? Back in wealthier days. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a little spendy. I think I did only have it the one season when you sign up for DirecTV the first time. Yeah. And, and then the next the Sunday ticket for a really good price. Yeah. And then the next year they make you pay full price and not tell you that it's renewing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened to me. Yeah, so I think it probably those two years is when we, I think we were watching one time. It was like an, it was an important game for the Seahawks, and there were some bunch of people over here. There were ten of us or something watching the Seahawks game, and I kind of realized that it wasn't free anymore. And so somebody was juicing me up, telling me that I should that I can just call the people and threaten to quit, and they'll give it to me for a deal again. And so, have you ever tried that? Where no. you call and you threaten to quit and then they give oh, you a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I was like, all right, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And so I called up and, you know, getting, getting ready to have to speak to a manager and plead my case and all this type of stuff. And so I talked to the first guy and I was just kind of like, Hey man, uh, I, I, I have this football package, but I don't really, I don't really want it anymore. I don't yeah. want to pay for it. And he's like, okay, I'll take care of that for you. And just turned it off right in the middle of the Seahawks game <laughs> with a bunch of people over I had food out and everything, and I was like, there's no game on to watch anymore. Uh, it was fucking brutal. I thought I thought you were going to say, so I called this guy up and said, yeah, I don't, I don't need this thing. He's like, oh, well, oh, yeah, sorry about that. For some reason, you were getting it for free. We'll take care of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so I was looking up, trying to look up reviews of Sunday Ticket, and I found a bunch of reviews for it on Reddit. Okay. These Reddit people giving their reviews of the NFL Sunday ticket. These... Yeah, I'm on a Reddit fast. I'm not looking at Reddit right now. Oh, okay. But I am allowed to hear Reddit. Listen about it. Okay. Okay. Well, it, this is what you've probably been missing so much with this oh, yeah. Reddit community. So this is going to be great. Here's the original question from Andrew who says, What's everybody's opinion on the price of NFL Sunday ticket? Is it worth it? I've been able to get it for about $100 the last two seasons. Now it's $350. Is it worth it, or are there other reliable ways to watch the games? I don't know if you could guess what the Reddit people are going to say to this. Oh, well, you should pirate it on yeah. NFL streams. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what everybody says. But the, apparently there's this, you can't say that. You're not supposed to say that. Yeah. So this person says, please be mindful of Rule 8, which apparently is like you're not supposed to talk about anything that you're doing that's illegal on here. Oh, okay. And so and then this person says back, they say, it would be helpful to just say what it is rather than just throwing an arbitrary number out there that means nothing to most people. And then the next person says, don't know what it is, don't care. And then Andrew comes back and says, I don't believe I broke rule eight with my post. Uh -huh. And Garp says, fuck rule number eight and go lick a dick. <laughs> okay. And my response to that was, go fuck yourself with rule eight. <laughs> and this so is the main comment thread. So was this question answered? Yeah, and uh, maybe not cordially. Doug, do you, would you ever admit to streaming anything illegally? I don't want to give Del Vecchio any sort of reason to bring us in. You know, they they got Al Capone on tax fraud. That's right. <laughs> well, that's what I got, Doug. The people have been waiting for it. It's time for the break, Doug. Today's break is brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. It's time I made it to the top Give me a break, I'm looking forward Get behind me, pull out every stop I want a happy ending, I'm tired of pretending Won't let them get the best of me Whoa, 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 give me a break That was quite a break. Might take me a while to get over that. Special gotcha. thanks down to the people at Sherwin Williams. Sherwin Williams now showcasing our top 10 colors. 
You haven't seen white until you've seen Sherwin Williams, number 7029 Alabaster. And if that's not exciting enough for you, picture your Dan painted up in a nice SW7028 agreeable gray. We've got the whites, the grays, and the beiges. Sherwin Williams and Tosposage like listening to paint dry. Have you been on this t- the Sherwin Williams website this week? Uh, um, no. Yeah, they've got. Uh, they really do have this on the, their front page. Their most popular colors, and they're all beige and white. Here's what I don't understand about like a paint company. Uh-huh. There must be someone in charge who is like got supervision. Yes. You know what I mean? You you bring in the alabaster and and then like uh, pearl, and I yeah. look at him and I'm like ah, I don't know. And then there's someone else like, yes, that's it. That's the one. That's the white we're talking about. With <laughs> slightly pink hue. You know, I don't see that at all. Yeah, I'd be. I just kind of go up and just like, give me a bucket of white. What kind of white paint, sir? I don't know. Wall white. <laughs> the white. Yeah, the whitest. The absence of color. <laughs> Time for uh, what's week this week? Any top massage news? Hmm, let me think of this. You you remember Gorfunkel, right? Of course, that Neil Wax was talking about yeah, from top from the Toss Passage episode. He's um he's a Timu Garfield knockoff, right? An odd looking little fella. Um, but they're doing a spinoff. They're making a Gorefunkel show now. Excellent on the One Star Network. So check it out. There's a couple episodes up already of Gorefunkel. Where can people watch them? Put them up on the Toss Passage Instagram. I'm sure everybody follows. Sure. <laughs> Alrighty. He is the he is our official uh, mascot now of the Tosposage show. Yeah, the one star Timu Garfield knockoff Gorfunk. <laughs> yep. Uh Kip, uh, Yeah. This week I want to do a very special episode. Instead of what's else we got. Yeah. There's one week where we did something where I, I just read the WhatsApp random messages that oh, yeah. the scammy spammy messages and that it was called whatsapp you got this week i was inundated i was involved in a group text not involved i was included in this big group text chain on whatsapp of all people you don't know all people i don't know <laughs> no and the name of the group is friendly learning together dollar dollar sign. <laughs> do you want to do you want to give the people an example of what a WhatsApp you got common one is that you would get? Oh yeah, let me get my. Let's see if I have, for example, this one says, "Hello there, this is Grace. Daisy gave me your number." Exactly. Yeah. So that's a good one. Here's one from a bridesmaid. It looks like. Okay. Wrote me and said, hello, I see you in my contact list. Who are you, please? <laughs> That's a pretty normal one. <laughs> but this one, the the friendly together, learning together group. Okay? okay. This group, as when you click on the information about it, it says, a network of like-minded individuals deeply committed to expanding their understanding of investments, stocks, and wealth building strategies through the mutual sharing of knowledge and experiences. Okay. All right. Sounds yeah, that's a good. Totally I, that's, legit. If I was looking for that, I would go to a text message chain. Yeah, just a random text message yeah. chain that, yeah. that gets you. Here yeah. are the past uh, names of this group. The, the okay. Friendly Together Learning Together group. 
Okay. And one of the names was Corridor of Knowledge. <laughs> Another cool name, name was Friendly School 16. Mm-hmm. Then Guiding Light of Learning 22. Okay. Learning Inspiration 18. Yeah. My favorite. Those sound like real people. My favorite. Shared Appreciation of Friendship 20. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and then United <laughs> Friends in Learning, but they stuck with Friendly Learning Together dollar dollar sign. <laughs> I think my one message to this group will be: Can we change the name back to Shared Appreciation of Friendship <laughs> Twenty? <laughs> uh, and so the conversation starts with Alice Cooper. That's the first person that they're running the chat. Yeah, they're Is that the original. The original text. Yeah, there, uh, and this is a woman, and in my mind, it, that, that was hard for me to think, because Alice Cooper, I kept thinking it was Alice Cooper, but... So okay. it's you're picturing a woman that's dressed like Alice Cooper. <laughs> kind of, yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Okay, so Alice Cooper says, and by the way, this is going to be like a six-week special podcast thing, because <laughs> we're not going to have time to get through it. <laughs> really? Oh, it's so long. It's still going. Get a, I get hundreds of messages a day. And <laughs> you can't leave it? No. Or you're interested in no, it? No, I'm I can leave it, but I just want to see how long it goes. <laughs> and it's obviously okay. it's gotta be AI, but still it's hilarious. Alice Cooper says, Good day, friends. It's been over a year since we last saw each other. It's wonderful to reunite with most of our old friends, and I am delighted to see you all again since Mr. Miller has returned from his trip. I've missed (laughs) you all. And then Naomi Clark says, Hello, Alice. How are you? It's great to hear that Mr. Miller has returned to the U.S. I just noticed it myself. And then... Like chatbots doing improv. Yeah. And then Aaron (laughs) Leuven says... Oh my goodness, I cannot contain my excitement. I have been waiting for what feels like forever, and just now, I saw him write about his return to the U.S. This is amazing news. And then Leo Jimenez says, Has Mr. Miller resurfaced after his long absence? Weird. Where have you been, Leo? I mean, these previous three messages clearly state that Mr. Miller is back. Uh. And then Alice Cooper says, Yep. Mr. Miller returned yesterday, so we can now invite the former members you know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Total sense. Alice, it's been a while since our group disbanded in May due to the sharp decrease in the stock market index. Uh Uh-oh. We haven't talked much since then. Do you know if Mr. Miller is returning because his trip has ended, or if he has more important matters to attend to? (laughs) What? What is this? <laughs> and then Aaron Leuven says, I'm so intrigued. The reunion was fantastic. And I've already informed a few of my friends that Mr. Miller has returned. Did you get invited to the reunion, Doug? Uh, I think so. I mean, none of them has said, hey, we're waiting to hear from the only guy who hasn't talked, Doug <laughs> Perkins. <laughs> if you got invited to the meeting and it was in town. And they said Mr. Miller was going to be there. Would you go? I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah. I'd totally go. Yeah. How see this Mr. Miller with your own eyes. And then there's this uh, weird uh, message at 907 on 91 that says, Warren Miller, this message was deleted. Oh, Mr. Miller did a message? Mr. Miller, yeah, did a message and deleted it. Oh, shit. And then Carrie Kilmer says... 
This is a, a new member who hasn't chimed in yet. Does anyone still have the NVDA stocks that Mr. Miller recommended investing in before? Oh, it's a stock scam. Yeah. Okay. Chris Hogue says, this is great news. Mr. Miller has kindly agreed to guide us through the stock market once again. Okay. So and, you're going to get into getting all of his picks, Mr. Miller's picks? Yeah, and Booty Whitesell says, oh no, Booty Whitesell is just now a community administrator. Uh, <laughs> David Poole says, I look forward to more quality stock recommendations from Mr. Miller. <laughs> Mr. Miller, it's, it, I'm picturing L. Ron Hubbard, like almost like yeah. a cult leader. Yeah, absolutely. And David Poole says, as you mentioned earlier, today is a day to celebrate. We don't have to rush and can start by inviting our old friends to join the group. Once everyone has joined, we can take our time to discuss strategies for trading in the stock market. Many of our old friends still hold NVIDIA, and we're all eager to learn more about its future movements and trading opportunities. We're looking forward to Mr. Miller's insights as soon as his busy schedule permits. So he, Mr. Miller's off doing whatever Mr. Miller does. He's a busy man. Naomi. Yes. It's great to have Alice and Mr. Miller back in the conversation, particularly <laughs> when they share their insights on trading and investment strategies for the stock market. I plan to schedule a meeting with Mr. Miller in person when he's available and ask for his guidance on navigating the current market conditions. Um, and then Jose, this is great. Jose says, hey, everyone, my phone buzzed and I saw that our group is blowing up with old pals. <laughs> <laughs> uh doug is that you uh <laughs> and then here's a, here's a new guy who joined named robert martinez okay and this i think is supposed to be a proxy for someone like me you know who is just oh you know on the outside looking in questions kind of doesn't know anybody else in the group yeah yeah and robert martinez validity yeah robert martinez says May I know what group is this? And how all <laughs> of you average, seem... I'm just a regular, real human being. Yeah, and I want to know what group is this. <laughs> and how all of you seem to know each other. I'm new here, and I'd like to follow your discussions to gain some knowledge. <laughs> uh, Chris oh, says, nice to meet to you, Robert. I believe this is the first time we've crossed paths in this group. As you already know, we're a study exchange group. And most huh? of the members here are old friends. Would you mind sharing who invited <laughs> you to join us? Ooh. Oh, it's invite only. <laughs> uh, Robert Martinez. I'm not sure who invited me, but I have a feeling that you all are a very special group of individuals. I can sense that? it. Yeah. This Robert Martinez sounds like he might be a cop, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Alice says, yes. You a cop. Many friends were interested in studying with Mr. Miller, so the group extended invitations to bring in additional members. Moreover, the group consists of many individuals who have a strong passion for trading ETFs and stock indices. Therefore, it would be beneficial for all of us to network and engage in more collaborative efforts. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is... It's really involved and over-the-top, and I don't know, they just must send out chunks of this... I don't know. To a and bunch how do, of different what, what people. Ordered the, what, how do they group the people together? Yeah. That I are going to end up on this thing, or what's the right number of people? So long. Do you think? Do you think there's any other real people in it? Like, could you ask, like, hey, are there any other real people on this text uh, chain? Or is it all robots? <laughs> and see what they say. 
Oh yeah, I will. It's like there might be two real people at this robot party. So do you think Mr. Rob- Miller's a human or a robot? Well, the picture of Mr. Miller is clearly like what you get if you just type in CEO into an <laughs> image search. So, there's a picture of him? <laughs> oh yeah, there's pictures of all these people. Uh, one of them is like uh, a porn star working on a farm, it appears. <laughs> And yeah, there's a they got a uh, real cross section, huh? Another guy um, who's like a race car driver. I'm pretty sure famous people in there. But Booty Witzel says I lost a lot of money in the stock market last year after our group disbanded, and my husband criticized me for it. I'm mm. in a worse position than you. That they they did bad in the stock market after the group disbanded. The group the stock yeah. market was going great when the group was together, right? right. And then Chris yeah, okay. Hogue says, well, now is the time. Mr. Miller has returned, and everything will be fine. Mr. Miller to the rescue. I think I could just leave it there for for now, and we'll come back next week. Will Mr. Miller show up to the group? I'll do a quick one, and then I'd, I'd like to hear some more of these. Oh, okay, yeah. Kip. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. What's app you got? This next year, Doug, is going to be the 25th anniversary of the Blair Witch Project. Scary. 25 years. Uh, do, what was your take on the Blair Witch Project when it came out in 1999? Can you tell the people a little bit about a little bit about the Blair Witch Project? You're a big horror guy. I believe I saw it at the Clearwater Cinemas in Kennewick. It must have been during the summer. I remember it being very uh, disarming, and I think I knew what the what the you know the premise was and how it had been made and all that, but it was still quite effective. And that last shot is still one of the scariest shots in all of horror movies. Yeah. And it was one of the first, first horror movies that, uh, you know, in this recent group that did the found footage type of thing. Right. Yeah. There, there were some found footage horror movies before, but it was the, definitely the biggest one to ever come along and it was marketed properly and it made a ton of money and yeah yeah so and when it came out it was super exciting even though you know it was just kind of following some kids around with their camera in a way right yeah just the story behind the movie was much more exciting yeah yeah um so you know you know what it's like when you come to a movie late doug like if you see it too late after the hype has gone away oh yeah you know, right. you're not in that cloud, that magical cloud where you can get kind of transfixed by the movie and everything that's going on around it. So some of these people that watched The Blair Witch 20 years later uh, were not as huge a fans of it. Hmm. What With all the effects today. and whatnot that they have these days, Doug. Right, um, right. Here's Odessa K says, I'm not a big fan of scary movies. Okay, good start. But I did end up watching this one a few times. Uh-huh. Yeah. At first, as you would if you don't like it. Yeah. At first, I thought legitimately it was a real situation where three teens went missing. Still a creepy movie. The only thing I didn't understand was the slime they found. I was like, what the hell? Aliens, LOL? Huh, I don't remember the slime. Yeah, I don't remember the slime or the aliens in that movie. And this person says... Uh, OMG, this movie was not based on a true story. This movie was so stupid, it did not make sense to me. I like it and all. I just don't like how stupid it was. 
What? Uh, and that, she, she has a view is stupid, but I like it. She has a problem with like the kind of cons. She goes, I mean, they did not show anything here where the witch was at. How was she keeping up with them if they could not see her? How was there a little baby out there? Yeah, where the witch baby at? <laughs> okay, this is from Michael Damien Brooke Baker, who did not enjoy this movie, gave it one star and says, I thought this film was the most execrable, execrable, he says. Uh-huh. E-X-E-C-R-A-B-L-E. Okay. I thought this was the most execrable movie of the past 20 years. I can find absolutely no redeeming factors whatsoever. It isn't a masterpiece. Shaky camera work. Right. Yeah. 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 They were running a lot of the movie. My friend and I, uh, who, for what it's worth, were at the time both active members of ASAP, the Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomenon. Okay. Could not contain ourselves from bursting into fits of laughter during the movie. How this ever made it to the big screen is beyond me. Wait, does so, this person think it's real? Well, I think he doesn't like it as a member of the ASAP. The Association for the Scientific Study of Anomalous Phenomena find this movie laughable. A, g- a witch wouldn't do that. Yeah, witch wouldn't <laughs> leave a baby in the woods. <laughs> Come on. Uh, here's Michael Underhill says, uh, I want to start by saying my memories of this film are quite vague. So this guy's saying he hasn't seen the movie in a really long time. So, okay, so he says, I want to start by saying my memories of this film are quite vague. And it's in no part why I'm commenting. Okay. Okay. So good luck to fans of these films. No, my comment is for the unaccountable social media outlets, in particular Twitter and Facebook. Both of these sites are happy to stifle free speech when it suits them. After I complained, Facebook curbed my speech and made me feel like a criminal. Uh, so I guess they're taking it to Letterboxd, the place where people review DVDs. <laughs> what are Yeah, what are they talking about? So this person is complaining about Facebook and Twitter on Letterboxd, a website where random people review DVDs. And not only that, they started complaining under the reviews of the Blair Witch Project, a movie from 1999. Of course, makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh, okay, Doug, what else you got? Okay, what's app I got? is uh, I'm just going to continue reading this conversation a little bit. Okay, great. What's going on with Mr. Miller and the stocks? Uh, So people are wondering where he is. Carrie Kilmer says, Is Mr. Miller done yet? I'm keeping my fingers crossed. David (laughs) says, I also miss the days when I could always receive quality stock recommendations from Mr. Miller and easily take the profits. All all these robots are very excited about Mr. Miller being back so you can give them their their new stock picks and rescue them. Naomi says, I have a bunch of girlfriends who entered the stock market around that time and have always been stuck because they didn't have a good learning path. And then Aaron says, if you're planning to start or have already started, having a good guide is important. (laughs) And then Booty says, isn't that the whole point of our group? Carrie says, Alice created it to keep us connected during these times, not to mention the expertise of Mr. Miller. Don't hear about Mr. Miller. Naomi Clark said, ha ha, check out the name of our group. I'm totally digging it. 
friendly learning together, dollar, dollar sign. <laughs> and then they say, does anyone want to share their watch list? I, I take that to mean a watch list of stocks. Sure. And yeah. Booty says, trust me, you don't want to see my watch list. Oh, he's a the funny robot. Yeah. And oh. he's programmed with a sense of humor. Leo that says, one. don't worry. The real watch list will be updated by Mr. Miller. Let's wait mm. for him to provide us with the updated version. <laughs> uh, you uh, almost just want him to tell you what the scam is. Can anybody here just tell me what the scam is so I can stop listening to this conversation? Yeah. Wh- who I'll do let I send you scam my money if to? You stop. <laughs> this is going to be a stage play pretty soon, like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh, yeah. that would be great. That's a great idea, Doug. Yeah. We should do that. But you got to stunt Bye. cast uh, Mr. Miller. I mean, you oh, really got to bring the heat. Yeah, you're right. When you're Mr. Right. Miller arrives. <laughs> uh, Alice has a little more to say. Okay, good. If you have any individual stocks that need analysis or suggestions, feel free to drop me a message or reach out directly to Mr. Miller. We'll take our time to analyze them for everyone. Make sure to share and discuss your own experiences in the group, too. By the way, Mr. Miller has handpicked a few high-quality stocks and will be sharing them with you during next week's trading session. It's important for everyone to stay tuned to the group information so we don't miss out on any updates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Booty responds to that with, I'll definitely keep an eye out for the group information. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah i could picture booty saying that yeah <laughs> and dark here's a new guy darko krasanik who okay. hasn't talked <laughs> until now says yeah. can't wait to check it out and see what recommendations miller has for us just calling him <laughs> miller real familiar uh this is all happening over labor day weekend <laughs> And Alice says, since today is the weekend, I won't take up too much of everyone's time. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Ah. Same to you, Alice. Yeah, that's nice of her. And so I I, I think I'll leave it there for now. We'll pick it up on uh, late Sunday night um, (laughs) on the uh, Sunday before Labor Day when we come back next week with WhatsApp You Got. All right. Yeah. Kip, what else do you got? I have another review from the groundbreaking horror film, The Blair Witch Project. Get it. Cuts says uh, one star for Blair Witch Project. It says not scary at all. My friend, who is a sissy little scaredy cat, didn't even get scared one time. So this was pretty cringe. The main character was very annoying and the yelling was annoying. Also, the apples I ate during the movie weren't that good. So that impacted it. Oh yeah, uh, was this a horse? <laughs> who is who is eating apples during a movie? Don't like, you ever sneak apples into the movie, Doug? Yeah, no, that's the perfect thing for like during the quiet place, just chomping on some apples. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't have ordered this bag of apples. <laughs> I wouldn't have known this movie was so quiet. Okay, this person says, this is from Dylan, gets a one star, it says, promoting smoking. And then he says, a lot of swear words in the film. Overall, don't let your children watch this unless they are over the age of 30. Lots of love, Dylan. Over the age of 30. <laughs> children over. I'm sorry, son. Not... <laughs> you can't watch this. You're 27. 
not intended for children under 30. <laughs> it's a PG-30. If you're under 30, you can't see it without a parent or guardian. You got to bring your 65-year-old parents to see it with you. Do you think this movie is appropriate for my 30-year-old son? <laughs> is he going to have nightmares? <laughs> I'll never yeah. forget when I went to see Showgirls NC-17. Oh, that, is that the only NC-17 movie you've seen in a theater? But I was, I, I had just turned 17, I think. Uh, yeah. What a perfect life, dude. You lined right up with the Showgirls. Your seventeenth birthday. Also, the usual suspects was in theaters uh, at the same time, and I remember I wanted to go see the usual suspects. No one else did. They want to see showgirls, <laughs> and uh, both classics now. But <laughs> so, me and like three friends were there, and then like we saw two groups of our friends, other friends' parents. Also, oh. Joe girls. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, hi. How's it going? You guys ready to get sexy? You guys ready to get turned on, uh, Mike's <laughs> parents? Oh, sorry. I th thought this was uh, usual suspects. <laughs> <laughs> From the wrong theater. Oh, oh, dear. <laughs> You know, we saw your friend Doug at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What movie? What movie were you seeing, Mom? Uh, Usual Suspects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you you saw my friend Doug in Usual Suspects, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he said he saw Showgirls. <laughs> he told us he saw Showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> He told the whole school. He told the whole school he saw Showgirls. He wrote, wrote a review in the school paper. Yeah, but he couldn't have seen Showgirls because he would have that if he would have run into you there, that would have mean that you saw Showgirls. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is my review for definitely not Showgirls. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's all I got for what else you got, Doug. Oh, okay, good. How about you? What else you got? Anything else? No, no, I'm going to I'm going to save it, you know. I think this is going to be our big break. Some tech podcast is going to get catch wind of this AI chat that we're reading and they're going to be like, "Oh my, yeah, this is perfect. We got to talk about this." Yeah. And I, you know, I never thought of this our, our podcast Hospital said is a tech podcast. But it is now. Yeah. Now it is. Yeah, it's a comedy true crime tech business podcast hey guys we're running out of hyphens <laughs> over here that key and on my keyboard is getting a little worn out flew off yeah it flew, I, off. It flew off i can't find it anywhere <laughs> doug anything else no uh kip do you have anything else i don't have anything else i think that means that we're done and another one and another one and another one pods the cast. <laughs> Great episode, Doug. Whew. A doozy. A real doozy. I'm uh are you gonna tell me what about Mr. Miller? Do I have to wait? Maybe we could tell the Patreon folks. The exciting thing about this, just so our Patreon folks know, 
is that later in the chat, there are audio messages from <laughs> So I really can't wait for that. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did it. Okay, folks, uh, remember to email us, tosswithsage at gmail.com, tosswithsage at gmail.com. Uh, you could also reach our uh, our manager, uh, Ari Emanuel, at William Morris Endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> He's the head of William Morris yeah. Endeavor. Just give yeah. him a call yeah. and uh, tell him you listened to the podcast this week. <laughs> and. Uh, remember, if you don't like this podcast, uh, try another one, but they all suck. <laughs> and uh, please go ahead and rate us. If you like the show, if you hate the show, uh, give us one star. The One Star Podcast. If you like it or hate it, you gotta rate it. One star. Ear art. And stay tuned, all you Patreon members, for another sneak peek at the Deep Sleep Podcast. Do not put it on in the car. Or operating a plane. The only time you should play it on a plane is over the loudspeakers when there's hijackers. <laughs> oh, it's not like a sonic weapon? Yeah. You're kind of thinking of? Yeah, just put them to sleep. W weren't you saying something about that before? That they were using our podcast in uh... Ukraine. <laughs> now that Prigozhin's dead, they uh, our podcast has sort of filled that vacuum of power. <laughs> yeah, they just play our podcast on the front lines, and the Russians are going down. It's, uh, is it the is it the one where you were reading the reviews about the Russian McDonald's? Is it that episode? Yeah, yeah, just tearing it apart. Just totally embarrassing them. How about some funny reviews about Lenin's tomb? Huh? Take oh, that. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can't take your McDonald's in there. <laughs> the only podcast that's used as a sonic weapon in the Ukraine. <laughs> we dare you to stay awake during this podcast. Yeah, we'll